Red Wings trying to get the sweep. Three seconds left into the zone. The Detroit Red Wings on the Are you coaching next year? Well, this makes it kind of tough. Scotty Bowman's got his skates on. You pull it off in 97, and then Vladdy gets in the accident. Mm. How much, if you look back, did that have to, to play into the next year? And our guys really rallying behind that whole situation? Well, it was such a big loss. Yeah. It happened six days after we won the right. cup. Right. I don't think anybody that summer really felt, sure, you're a Stanley Cup champion. Couldn't enjoy it? No. When you're a coach, there's the professional side that you have to do your job, and there's the personal side, because they are people. And the team pulled together, and uh, that was a wonderful uh, team because, uh, you know, Os Chris Osgood led us to the, to the Cup against Washington. Right. And, you know, when you play in the Stanley Cup final and you win four straight, it, you you, you got to play good hockey. For sure. You're not gonna yeah. you know you're not gonna fluke. After 42 years without a single title, they have won two in a row. The Detroit Red Wings of 1998 are Stanley Cup champions. You know we always felt a family atmosphere. That's what I always found about Detroit: a group of players that worked hard with with the ownership, with the management. If it, if you work together you've got a better chance to, to go all the way than if you don't. Best move I ever made. All the players get to skate the cup and Vladimir Konstantinov will do just that. Chomp with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Chomp with yeah. straight shots and then Hello and welcome to episode 85 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. I am here with just one main man this week, and that's Ice Cold Brulu. Ice Cold, how we doing? Doing good, baby. Good to be back with the uh, with the squad and the ghost of, of Chandler. Yes, the ghost. The ghost. Uh, Chandler is on vacation. Uh, guy does a couple of shows and thinks he can just take off like it's nothing. What the fuck, Chandler? Yeah, so he's down in Florida. Um Storm chasing, I believe. So actually, I think yeah. he's not taking a week off. He's actually replacing you. You're supposed to be the resident storm chaser on staff, and he's completely taking initiative here. I've sent him down there to do my legwork, so I then he could kind of scope out the area, so then I can come down for like the main event. Chandler's down there for the prelims. Yeah, and I guess you do have a um, you do have a little bit of tenure on him. Um, I was looking back at the archives, and. I don't know if people remember, the OGs will remember, maybe like six people out there, but episode 27, you were on, you, me, in the garage, it was like 107 degrees. I remember it. Sweating our bags off. It was a good time, and to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure that episode I was uh, toting Baker 
as well, unfortunately. Were you really? Yeah, I think I, I, me- I, I meant to go back and listen to the app, and I forgot to. Yes, I'm pretty sure I was uh, toting him coming into the league because it's right when the Browns got him, and everyone was riding, riding the Browns' dick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he shit the bed again. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and, like, ironically, he, like, got back in this week and kind of – didn't he throw a couple tugs? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he He's like, making himself around again. He's coming own, around. He, like, won't go away. He's a cockroach. <laughs> he is. He's <laughs> but, just bad enough to just keep sticking around. It's Well, he's not – yeah, he's on the fucking Panthers. So, um, but, yeah, so Chandler missing this week. There's rumors and whispers he may call in uh, to the show, but I guess TBD. I don't know what he's doing down um, in Florida. I saw – couple of snaps he's playing some rummy stuff like that he was laying on the beach he was reading re- a couple books yeah reading some finance yeah. books who are you kidding buddy yeah. yeah it's like the lebron when remember they like snuck up on lebron before an interview and he's like holding that wasn't it like a malcolm x book yes and like the bookmark was in the first page yes. <laughs> and i think he's done that like a few times like with books where he like looks like he's reading but he's actually he's, he's a liar he's lying yeah. he's lying he's he's got a recent lie going around too telling the whole uh, lie about when he was on the Miami Heat and him bringing Migos to the squad for the first time, and he was the one that like showed everyone them. Yes, if you haven't seen the new LeBron meme format, it's it's one of my favorites. Uh, but basically, LeBron said he knew about Migos before everyone else and was listening to them in 2010, and they were formed as a group in 2011. <laughs> so he just like made up everything, and then I found some tweet thread about like things he's lied about. Um, anything he, else stick out to you? There's like one where he like said he predicted the Kobe 81 game. And, but like the whole thing is like, he was like, man, I'm watching the game and Kobe got 70 and I was like, might as well do 80. And that's like him saying he predicted it. Okay. Yeah. That's enough. We have friends in the group chat that say that type of stuff as well. You know, it's sickening. Right. I mean, if you spew enough shit at the wall, like something's going to stick. Something's bound to stick. That's not even like a prediction though. I mean, that's just like, he's 10 points away. That's like he's on a game he's on at his fire. house. He's like, yeah, I could see him hit 80. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was it. But then he took that to like a public interview. Right. And he's like, well, you know, sitting at home. I did say I think he could hit 80. Yeah. I just I just love the LeBron meme right now. It's pretty good. Um, but, yeah. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. I actually – it was all right. I kind of felt like shit. Um, just kind of, I don't know, caught this stupid cold thing. But I, but I was all right. I ended up going downtown on Saturday for a minute. I was feeling fine then. Sundays when I kind of woke up feeling like shit. But I hit, uh, hit Carl's Breakfast downtown. You been there? I haven't. Oh, it's pretty cool. It's – um. Like, I just, I love the place. It's, like, such a cool-looking place. Like, it's literally straight out of, like, the 50s. It's, like, a 50s diner. Yeah. It's upstairs above, like, uh, I don't know, one of those. It's, like, Sugar Bar or something. One of those. Okay, uh, yeah. Candy Sugar bar, Factory. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's right above that. Um, Yeah, right downtown. And, uh, I don't know, it was pretty good. We got breakfast, hung out there for a little bit. Did they have, like, a, a certain thing that they were about there? Was it, like, the omelets, the breakfast sandwiches, or was it just kind of... Well, they normally have, like... Uh, like a chicken and like a chicken fry and chicken and waffles thing, but they okay. were out of the chicken. Of so, course, so we course. ordered that and swung in a miss, miss on just that. got waffles. Yeah. And well, no, we did. Yeah. Didn't even get that. And then they had like, they also had this, this, uh, like Jack Daniels coffee drink, like cold brew. I tried to get, they were out of that oh, and I'm not shit. even trying to dog them. I think they were just busy and ran out of shit. Like it was still great, but like, it's pretty cool. They have like all like retro sports stuff on the wall. Okay, like, that's sweet. Yeah. How had, big is it in there? Pretty big, good size or? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's like average. Yeah, okay. it's like diner size, okay. I'd say. Yeah, but it's a cool spot. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Would go back? Absolutely. I've been there twice. Okay. So, so we have gone go. back. 
We'll go back again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much the highlight of my weekend. Just hit downtown. Always love going down there. Nice, nice. Yeah, I my weekend was pretty was pretty tame, but um, on Thursday I ended up going down to the Red Wings game. They played the Caps. Um, was a pretty pretty good night. Fucking weather's been perfect here. Going to be icy Dude. cold next week though. Is it really it's supposed to be in the forties and Sunday, and then all next week is like forties and thirties? Well, yeah. Let's not get into the wings yet. We are a weather podcast as well. So we talked about the storm a little bit, but I do feel like we've been like. Playing oh, with like dude, borrowed time. Like you gotta be just soaking this in every last second of it. Like two years ago, I saw a couple old videos come up and it was snowing. On yes. The so like, and it was like, or it was, is, it was like eighty, and then it was, you know, thirty. Yeah. This has been like three weekends in a row of the absolute best weather you can ask for, in my opinion. This is like my favorite weather, right? For sure. Besides. Uh, a small group of people are going to be very excited about this 40 degree weather coming up next week because opening day is right around the corner and that is prime degrees for hunting for hunting. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Right. Yep. And it, what is it? It's better for the animals because they is, like the cold they're, weather. They're yeah. moving around more, yeah. you know, like if they're warm, they don't have to really do anything right. cold out. You got to fucking stay warm. Baby. It's like the zoo theory, right? Right. You know, when it's too hot at the zoo, man, they're just like they're not around. moving. It is. They're doing it's, nothing. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, right? <laughs> zoo theory. Right, but it also they're very horny right now. It is the rut, so they're all trying to get it in. Oh wow! Yeah. So when they're horny, can you get two at once? Because oh, they're yeah. humping. Oh, really? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That's so, like when that's when you can get two at once. That's yeah. The so best. like, I guess I don't know. It's all new to me. Yeah. So like, basically, like the last week of October and the first like two three weeks of November is like the prime time to shoot like a big buck because. It's like the prime rut, so they're the most they they're the most like liable. They they don't really like follow their normal senses, go to the normal places. They're just thinking about getting. They're ass. just horny. That's it. So they'll run anywhere. They fucking run into cars. They're chasing them all over the place. Like there there's no regard for what else is going on. They got to get the job done. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's really like it's yeah. They need like post nut clarity. Hundred percent. They need it. They do. And tis the season. That's right. They're hey, they're they're. I was gonna say they're humans, but they're not humans. <laughs> they're literally animals. They're mammals. <laughs> Dude, that's that's wild. Yeah, I just fucking you give me these hunting facts every week, and yeah. I mean everything makes sense. It's just yeah, they're just they're just blinded by the horny, and there's it. you know I mean. And the cold weather, extra little run, you know what I mean? There's like, yeah, there's not much fucking little potion there. There's nothing that really separates us from from the animals. That's it's nothing. It's you not. and me, baby. Yeah, you know, they yeah, said right. the best. That song. <laughs> right. Who was that group? Uh, Dude, what, fuck. what? And that video, like, they have all the banana, like, the yeah. monkey costumes. Yes, on? yes. Ain't nothing no, but man. He's got like so this. Let's do it, dude. It, can you think of this? Fuck, I can't think of their name. It it's bothering me. Yeah, I'm looking it up. It's like, oh wait, oh no, hang on, that's not it. Hang on, nah. keep thinking because I'm yeah, thinking yeah. too. Oh, I, I'd be. It's like the Gang Boys or something. You're close. You're close. Uh, Banana Boys. I never would have got it. No, Banana Boys is uh, that's that that's that pop brand. Okay. Uh, it's but this name of the song. Can you even name the name of the song? It's not. It's not anything you would or, think. It's yeah. not like you and me, baby. It's not that. No, what it's is, nothing. So it's called the Bad Touch. Oh, okay. I did know that. And, I did know that. And the band. Or the group, whatever, is Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. I would have had nothing. I was no close. I knew there was, was. I knew it was some gang. Dude, that song was like an absolute flamethrower. Yeah. What year do you? What year would you guess that came out? Damn, mom. I gotta say, this is wild. Late nineties. Dude, you're on fire. I would have got this wrong too. 97. 99. Damn. Okay. Good call. Okay. I was thinking like 2002. Okay. I mean, you're not too far off. Yeah. 
just once you, you know, once you cross the, the decade mark there, dude. So it was a hit in Europe, 99, 2000 there, the, on the, the, the cover of the album is two zebras, uh, having okay. sex. Okay. This is right in line with what we talked about. Like it's literally <laughs> it's just the wrong one baby. It's, it's one giraffe <laughs> doing the other one from behind. This is wild. Jimmy pop wrote the song. What a what an interesting always reminded me of like a Weird Al Yankovic type song. Oh yeah, you know, I, yeah, and it was like during that phase of like my were, bum is on my lips. I was Tom just Green. thinking that Tom yes, Green, dude, yes, 100%. and I'm thinking of like Eminem, like in the video. Uh, so give it a little kiss. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's funny actually. I'm looking at all like the track listings and stuff. Eiffel 65 did oh, a uh, a they remix. Did blue, right? Yeah, they they wrote blue yes. or did blue, yeah. which is like back in the news because yes. of the. Who remixed it now? David Guetta? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, But uh Eiffel 65 did a remix of the Bad Touch. Oh, um, really? Yeah. We'll we probably have to know. explore that. Yeah, we're gonna have to check that out. We have to check that out. Yeah, so hunting. Pretty Sorry, good. Sorry, I stuff. got lost. I got lost. <laughs> no, I got lost in the article, man. There's like controversy. There's like a scene. I can't, I'm not gonna get into that. That's insane though. Wow. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah. yeah hunting so- scene. So you're going out next week? Yeah, so this weekend I'm actually leaving. I'm going on Saturday uh, morning, and then I'll be there till like Wednesday afternoon. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so doing a couple days of bow, and then uh, opening day is on the fifteenth. So then be gun. So wait, where that. do you stay when you're up there? We have a we have like a, a family like cabin up there. Oh, gotcha. It's, we have a big group that goes up there. There's probably seven or eight of us, and then there's a group that live down there already. Um, that we've known for a long time. They're good, like family friends of ours. And we all have like probably a group of 20 of us that like, go out. Yeah. So it's a pretty good time. Um, yeah. I didn't know if you were just like, you get in that blind and that's St- it. It's straight no, survival. Dude, I'm, li- I'm like glamping to the max. It reminds your camp brother. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, remember that like army commercial <laughs> and it was like the guy in the camo and it was like, you, you've had enough supplies and energy for three days. It's day seven. <laughs> like that's what I thought. Like yes. you were, no, we're not doing that. Okay. Like, gotcha. I'm like going back to a couch, watching football. Yes. Like Wi-Fi, running water. Heat. Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so 20 people are going like, what if everyone, you know, bags a couple deers and stuff like that? Like, Dude, I mean, we've had years that we've, you know, on opening day, we've shot 10 deer on in one day. That's crazy. You know? So for the weekend, um, you know, there's a like there's a, a large bunch of property that we all hunt out there. So we're all, like, pretty spread out amongst the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, fucking just shoot them down and rack them up. No, maybe, I got you. you yeah. yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And then uh, you do whatever you got to do, gut them for venison yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you gut them out in the field, and then you can either – um, like butcher your own deer and do like sausages. You can make hamburger jerky, you know, like the summer sausage, like yeah, yeah. smoke it, whatever the fuck you want to do. Or you can just, you gut it and then you can take your whole deer to like a process place. Like there's like country smokehouse is one that's in the area. Um, there's a ton of them around Metro Detroit, but you just bring your whole deer there and tell them what you want to do with it. And then yeah. they can do it for you and you just pick it up. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, like I think I've said before, my father-in-law always, always brings it and we get the burger stuff and stuff. Like yeah. That. It's solid. hundred percent. Yeah. That's pretty pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Well, good luck on that next week. Sounds exciting. Yes, sir. Um, but you said uh, wings game. Yeah, wings game. Yeah. So that was uh, your first of the year. First one of the year. Okay. Um, good game. We won three to one. Yep. Kind of kind of came sloppy. back. Right? Yeah. 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 We did. They scored first, and we scored the next three. Obviously, and uh, was a little bit of a sloppy game. Ovechkin's piped first goal, um, and then we just had a couple gritty goals. I think like rough scored. Um, with Luff? the kid, yeah, Luff. Y- yep, Luff, who's fucked again. Yeah, yeah, he, got, he took one in the face again. Yeah, so he, I know, and I saw he didn't have the cage on 
Well, was yeah, that last he, night. Yeah, so because he, he had it on when we were there. Yeah, because he took the one off the face, got yeah. a bunch of stitches. You know, was out for the night, but then practiced next day. Hockey guy stuff, no yep, big deal. Sure. And then last night, did you see it? He got rocked from behind. I did. Yeah, yeah like the guy's already suspended and everything. But yeah. like, dude, bad fucking little run of luck there, huh? Oh, Luff is tough though. Luff is tough, dude. dude. Luff is tough. Going Starts to work, ass. man. Just like, hey, that's blue collar Detroit grit. All the fucking acronyms. I, I feel like that's how it goes, though. You know, you take one off the chops, and then like. It's, you know, you're going to pop that cage on, and then as soon as you take it off, I don't know. I feel like everything happens in bunches with, For sure. with injuries and shit I feel like, like the that. city kind of rallies behind you, though, and then you get, like, fucking a little juiced up. when you Then you come back, and everyone's fucking roaring, yeah. you know? It's sick that he scored, too, like, yes. in between getting his face rocked and shit. Because, yeah. honestly, I had no idea who the guy was until he was called up. Yeah. I didn't know who he was too No, me, Dude, that's the one thing about going to the game, too, like... I'm, I, you know, I watch a good amount of Red Wings hockey. Dude, there's so many guys that I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, but young. And I mean, dude, because we we're, we're so injured and shit, right. we're just rotating them in and out like crazy. Yeah. Tendy's been hot as shit. Oh. Who so, you yeah. know? Yeah. Looks great. Um, so did you know that when OV scored that goal, uh, that it tied the most goals for a franchise yeah, because, with Gordie Howe? Yeah, because everyone booed him after. Cause they, they booed him? Yeah, they talked about it after and they were like, you know, with that goal, Ovechkin ties Gordy Howe with the most, you know, goals of NHL all time. And everyone's yeah. like, boo. No Everyone way. fucking booed him, dude. Yes, I swear to God. I mean, I, I, I get the the booing of it just, like, like, being it was, upset, like, it, that it's... It, it was, like, a playful booing. Yes, It yes. wasn't, like, a fuck you booing, right, you know? right. But booed nonetheless. I thought it was, I mean, just because, I think I'm okay just because the Wings won the game. Yeah. But, like, I think, I don't know, like, Ovi's fucking sick. You know, like, Unreal. it was going to happen no matter what. I think it's kind of, like. It's still cool. Poetic. And that it happened sick as like, fuck, so it's, like, it, I have no shame. And in it was the most, like, quintessential Ovi goal ever. He was just in his office, just fucking snips it. Doors closed, lights are on. He's an animal, man. He's he an absolute animal. But one of the things, too, about the game, so they had... Um, on Thursday, they honored the 97 Stanley Cup team. And mm-hmm. I believe on Saturday, they did the 98 um, team. So they had everyone out there before the game. Uh, I was down there with a couple of my buddies. We went to MGM beforehand. Nice. Did some betting and stuff like that. Um, and then watched a lot of the pregame stuff from the casino. And then we walked over like intermission between the game starting and that stuff starting. The 7 o'clock start. Kind of fucking tough now, dude. Miss yeah. the seven thirty guys, right? You know, like especially on a Thursday. Well, the weekdays. Yeah, exactly. Getting down there after work, battling traffic. By the time you park, get a bite to eat, get a drink. It's like fuck. We gotta, you know what I mean? We gotta be on. You the gotta, roof. You gotta get there. Yeah. So, um, and by the way, uh, Greek Town Barstool Sportsbook. 10 times better than MGM Sportsbook. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been to Motor Cities yet. I've heard that theirs is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, heard a lot of good things, but um, right now, Greektown Barstool, way better than the setup at MGM, side note. What would you, any like reason why or just? Um, you know, like the, the layout looked a lot older in there and it was just like, they had like, uh, like lazy boy chairs kind of like sectioned across, but there wasn't like a ton of seating and like the TV like setup was, was all right. I don't know. Yeah. It just was. It didn't feel as like alive. I got gotcha. you. Maybe yeah, is, yeah. is the word I'm looking for. But yeah. Greek town. You're never. It's never bugs. sleeping. It's like dark in there in the MGM one too. It's a little more like gringy. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. No, just, I, yeah, you know just curious. Saying? Yeah, for sure. I haven't, I haven't been to the only one I've been to is the barstool one. And yeah. I mean, it was pretty like pretty popping. Yeah, the only qualm I had was we did a draft there, and it was like an auction draft, and the woman just kept like asking me questions about setup, and I right. just I let like four players like buzz by me, and that, that was like no one's fault. Lady, I'm like, please. I'm like, lady, please. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, and there wasn't a lot of outlets, so I had to like hook that up. But that's not that has nothing. That's a unique situation. <laughs> yeah, like as far as sportsbooks go, it's pretty goes, solid. Yeah, sick layout. Yeah, cash. Um, but they, so yeah, they honored the squad before the game and they were calling everyone out on the ice. Like Marty LaPointe looked like an absolute fucking gem. Yes, dude. I actually put that on my story. Like, cause I haven't obviously seen the guy in years and like, he's one of those legends that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yes. Like, cause of just, there's so many of them. Right. And dude, they interviewed him or yeah. Like Mickey or Ken or uh, dude, Mickey Redmond was in his absolute glory during I all bet. this. Bro. He was like, Drapes. Mopey, Dan to know he's hugging these guys coming out here. Dude, all the guys are fucking beat red in the face. Like they've all been hitting the bottle in the oh, back. Yeah. You can tell like sauced up. Mickey's out there, bro. Guy was in his glory. I felt so happy for him. How could he not? I mean, how could you not, dude? Those are like the best times ever. It was funny, like on the broadcast, they kept like flashing to like the suite or the area they were in. Yeah. And I just kept thinking, like, I don't know. You don't like we know they're there. Right. We saw them do the presentation. Like let them hang out. Let them drink. Yeah. Let them have a good time. Yeah. You know? Let them just like tell the dude. Best and Mickey stories had the ever. funniest uh, one line or two during the game. I don't know if you heard it, but they they had it going around Twitter a little bit, and it was about Kuznetsov. Yeah, I posted and, it. Yes, I posted dude, that it. That was yeah. incredible. Yeah. You did post that. He's like he's working his Kuznets off. Or yeah, some shit. yeah. He's working his Kuznets off. Um, yeah, I think we can pull that up actually. But yeah. I was uh, I was watching the game as well, and. I did, I did want to like make a couple notes about what you just said. So the seven o'clock start, um, you know, if you're at home, arguably better. If you're going to the game, not as great. Some things I did think were just a, just a little odd. Okay. Love the Detroit Red Wings. Absolutely. Obviously. I don't, I don't even know why I need to preface with that. Yes. But we get it. Uh, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so they are going to do this 25 and 24 year anniversary. I thought it was a little strange that number one, that, like it was on a weekday. Yeah. Uh, like I know, I know the one was on a Saturday, but like it was on a weekday and then you had 97 on a Thursday with a seven o'clock start time. Ceremony started at six and that meant, so what the way they did it was I'm pretty sure the ceremony started. So then the wings current players did their warm up on the rink underground. Really? Okay. So they could just kind of go get over with the ceremony and then hit the ice. But like that meant the, those players couldn't see it unless they, left the warm-up and I heard a few players did leave the warm-up to see the ceremony. Okay. To me, that's something where it's like, I don't know. I kind of want the squad to see that. Right. For and, sure. And maybe there might've been TVs and stuff. And, but I'm pretty sure that was the scenario is that they did the warm-up underground came up. Um, obviously just like an absolute pinch. If you're like coming from Macomb or something. Oh and dude, that's to, like, what it was. We were, we like met somewhere at five o'clock buzzed down at five 30. We actually scooped up some, um, shawarmas so we could eat on the way right. and just try to save time. But yeah, I mean, you're in a pinch. So I was, so I just thought it was a little interesting. And then it's like, they played the Capitals for the 97 reunion, yep. you know, which obviously we played in 98 yeah. in the cup finals. Right. So to me, I just kind of thought like, it was like, why don't you just give them each their own Saturday or Sunday, right? And make the game like it can be any time on, right. on the weekend. And like, is there any way we could have done this where it was like a little bit flyers and then yeah. caps? And I mean, I know there's a, there's a hundred things I don't know behind the curtain and stuff, but I did think it was like 
Because I remember the start of the year, they announced those games, and I didn't check what day of the week they were, and I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, I want to go to those. Those look really sick. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, it's a weekday. Right. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, the only thing I could think is maybe just to drive some more ticket sales during the week, because they're like, hey, we got ceremonies yeah. going on. True. You know, get out here. But, and but and they, maybe not everyone split a, it. Yeah. yeah and maybe know. not everyone's a booze hound like us, you know, where yeah. it's like, we don't like. Most hockey fans are, <laughs> yeah. are hitting the bottle, say, though. Especially <laughs> the 97, 98 That's squad. Right, exactly. Yeah, here you we go. You know what kind of crew you're seeing out there. Yeah, I got him. Um, here we go. He's working his kuznets off. That's for sure. Oh, wait, here we go. We'll replay here. Well <laughs> said. Here's Mickey's line. Ball number 92, he's working his Kuznets off, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ken couldn't even handle it. Sometimes Mickey says some stuff, and I feel like Ken just like is like rolling he's his like, eyes and stuff, but that one got him. Yeah, that one got sure. him. God, dude, those two. I'm going to miss that guy, bro. I know, and that's always, whenever I post Mickey or anything like that, people are always commenting like, man, I'm going to miss him when he's gone. I'm like, let's not even like talk about it. That's like somebody who's irreplaceable, you know? Dude, yeah. I mean, it would just never, never be replaced, but... Um, good news about the wings in general. Holy shit. After getting, after what it looked like was like, oh shit. Cause the wings, I feel like even when they were dog shit, like they'd have these three and zero starts, these four and zero starts. And it was like, oh, maybe the team's not complete dog shit. And then they just collapse and fall right. back down to earth this year. Red wings, uh, through their first, was it 10 or 11 games? I, I forgot if it's 10 or 11, but they've had their best start since here. I got it right here. Actually, I'm going to pull it up. Um, the Detroit Red Wings this year, the 2022-23 team, is off to their best start in 11 years. Wow. Yeah. So, 11 years, their best start, they're at 7-3-2, but right now they're 7-3-3. and I don't know if that affects anything. But either way, after 11 games, they're off to their best start. Um, all the ones above it, like 7-2-3, and 8-3-1, all of these and up have made the playoffs. Wow. Um, so... Obviously, I mean, if we want to get right way now. ahead of ourselves, but the last four games they've taken they've taken seven of eight points. Um, obviously, had a shutout versus the Islanders on Saturday. Yep. Great comeback win versus the Rangers on Sunday. Yep. You had uh, you had the Rangers goalie like breaking his stick and shit. Love yeah, this, love seeing love that type see of it. shit. Yeah, love getting them. Then all pissed lost off. a tough one to Montreal, but we're fucking grinded that one out, dude. And that was a goalie. That was a classic goalie steal in the show. Yeah. I don't know if you were able to see the whole game, but I, was, I saw a lot of it. He was playing fucking lights, lights out. out. Forty three shots on net. Like he was the number one star. And yeah. then uh, honestly, it was I was. Pretty proud of the boys too. Like uh, they scored, was it they scored first two shots in the shootout? Yeah, and, and they should have had the third one. And Huso just got the tip of his pad on it. And tough, tough night for for Dylan. Like he's been playing really great. And I'm I'm really happy with how he's developed and turned in the cap and everything. But you know he was definitely frustrated. Missed the penalty shot. He wanted that one. Bad. He missed the penalty shot and then missed the one to tie it at the end. Yep. But, um, dude, did you see the penalty shot? The one in the game that they called on him? It was so fucking bad. Like, no, it was like the guy, like I was waiting for him to like kind of hook, hook him or like pull him back or anything. The like defender literally like slashed Larkin on like the hip. It was like, that's the penalty shot he got. That was the shot. I he didn't got see the, the penalty. It but was, I, I, like, I was like shocked that they called it a penalty shot. I yeah. mean, I'll take it all day, but yeah. it was bad. Yeah. And it probably uh, just honestly, it probably didn't just, lie. He probably just gassed yeah. Allen up. Yeah. They're taking Allen out. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, but they're, they're fun to watch right now. They're exciting. I mean, right now they're sitting second in the division tied with Toronto and like five points behind Boston. So they fucking, they're getting through injuries too. Like, you know, and crazy. Like Zadina not doing shit. Um, he, and he's, he's out for yeah. six to eight weeks. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. He just got hurt. 
Um, I think upper body injury. So he's, this is really a bummer for Zadina. I mean, this guy's got to be pretty low. Um, not that I've been his biggest fan or cheerleader or anything like that, but like he's barely been in the lineup. And when he has, he's put up, he's put up zero points. He's minus three and now he's injured and he's going to miss six to eight weeks. Um, and that's just fucking tough. Yeah, for sure. And especially if the team's buzzing, yeah. like they're, where are they, they going to find a spot for him when he comes back? That's what I mean. And you like, know? you got to wonder, like, cause I think he's on a one way contract and you don't want to just outright release him. Cause someone will pick him up, take for a sure. chance. He's still very young. And Stevie probably wants to get something for him. So it's like, He's got to fucking do something, do something if we're going to get anything for him. Yep. Um, so we'll see. And, I mean, yeah, you got guys coming up. Zarniak last night scoring a goal, first game up. Just pretty uh, pretty good shit out of the wings. It's it's exciting to have. Like They're definitely the most promising yeah. team in the city. A lot of guys stepping up. Yeah. Another uh, big one, I think Thursday night, they're at home against the Rangers is the next one. Oh, nice. Yep. That's right, because I'm because I'm headed to New York this weekend, and I got all fucking excited because you I thought they were going to be there. Oh, yeah, fuck, I know. Awesome. Pistons will be there. Okay, I'm not going to check them no. out. <laughs> not paying for that. No, I just I don't know. Are they playing Brooklyn or the or um, the next next? Okay. I mean, it would be sick to go to. Man, I mean, don't get me wrong; it'd be really cool. I'd to love go to, to go to the Garden. Yeah, me too. But I think I'd. Just rather I don't watch. know if I'd want to go see Pistons next. I, I would if it was like my fifth time in New York, but yeah. it's my first time. You don't want to waste a full day. Three hours, piss, you know, yeah, like, no. yeah, I'm not there long. So For sure. It is what it is. Um, Yeah, so more NHL here. I wanted to, since we did mention Boston, I oh, did yeah. want to bring this up, and I feel like more people should know this. Um, So anybody listening out there, if you don't know this story – and you're a hockey fan, you know, that's, it's not good. If this would, if this happened in the NHL or the NBA, it would be the biggest news in the world. The NFL, but yes. What did I say? You said NHL. Oh, my bad. Yeah. 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 We know what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep flowing. Don't no, let me I, fuck you up. No, it's good. You're always <laughs> fucking me up. So, so last week, the Lions signed uh, Mitchell Miller and this guy was a, what? <laughs> you said the Lions signed him. Did I really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you want to just take over for me? Like no, I, I, got this. I got lions on the brain. Bruins. Bruins. The Blade Boston Bowl. Bruins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Chandler would be so mad. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got his Kool-Aid filled down there. Don't let him fool you. Yeah, he's storm chasing. He's doing your job. Fucking dude. Going after Nicole head on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Boston Bruins, not the Detroit Lions, have signed. <laughs> thanks for stopping. If I didn't stop, you would have just let me roll. I like, would have. I was it. thinking about it, but I'm like, I got to stop. Them. No, you have to stop. Yeah. Um, so, Bruins. especially I'm saying no one knows the story. Okay. Yeah. The Boston Bruins signed controversial defenseman Mitchell Miller. Um, so, basically, this guy was drafted in 2020 by the Arizona Coyotes. They found backstory on him after he was drafted that he was, like, the worst bully in the world. And I'm not talking about just, like, hearsay or shoving into lockers or anything. He was uh, bullying a mentally challenged individual and doing shit to the point where it got to court and they proved that he was guilty of, like, feeding this mentally disabled kid um, a sucker that was, like, soaked in a urinal. And the kid had, yeah, the kid had to get, like, tested and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And it turned out he just had a pattern of it and showed not a lot of remorse and basically just, like, bad person stuff. Right. Yes, the kid was young, 15, 16 years old. I mean, you still know right from wrong, but, like, very heinous Stuff. When you're telling somebody to lick a sucker out of a urinal, um, that it's beyond boy. Yeah, I mean, for, it's, for sure. It's, if you're 15 years old, you know what you're doing there. Yeah. So 
Basically, I'm going to read a little bit here from The Athletic, just so you know this story. But the Boston Bruins signed this defenseman, Mitchell Miller, to an entry-level contract. Uh, This was announced last Friday. Miller was selected by the Coyotes in the fourth round of the 2020 draft, um, but had his draft status revoked by the team after it was revealed he had been convicted in juvenile court of bullying. Here's what you need to know. Uh, Miller will report to the AHL's Providence Bruins, uh, the club said last Friday, Gary Bettman, the commissioner, said Saturday that Boston did not consult the league before signing this guy and that he would need to see a whole bunch of things before hypothetically clearing him to play in the NHL. A lot of Bruins players spoke out. So the biggest thing that Boston fans were really pissed about in general is that just like Boston's like leading the NHL in points. They're absolutely on fire. They're outperforming what anybody thought they would do. And then the fucking Cam Neely, the president, and Sweeney bring in, sign this guy. And it causes a whole shit storm throughout the fans, internet, locker room. So Bruins players actually spoke out about this signing. Um, Nick Fagliano said, it's hard for us to swallow. Patrice Bergeron added, the culture we built here goes against any type of behavior. So, right. and there's way more to this. And like a lot of players just like hated this fucking signing. Right. And it, I mean, the fact that you would sign this guy after they're going th- in the middle of all this shit going on is just kind of like, what are you doing? You got the blinders on or what? I know. And it just, it was just ridiculous to me. But, um, so that's kind of like what happened. And there was obviously crazy, crazy outcry. Um, and they found out that basically this Mitchell Miller guy, like never apologized. Like he never showed any remorse. He never did anything. Like it just kind of proved that he, he is still just like the asshole that everyone thought he was when the NHL revoked him in the first place. Right. You're a scumbag. You're a scumbag. Right. And so I think what was it November 7th. So two days ago, after all this, I mean, you search it on Twitter, you search it on Reddit. Like if the wings did this, I would be just like mortified that they signed a guy like this. And you know, it's like, thank God for like Steve Eiserman. Like we would never have a situation like this. Right. Um, but Cam Neely, like they cut the guy, they cut the guy out. Cam Neely is the president. We should have talked to the family about the victim. They found out he never apologized. And, and then apparently like sent some half-assed like Instagram message to the kid. Um, saying like, like him. yes like dm'd him saying like you know hey sorry man yo i'm sorry with like a frown face or whatever yeah. and i'm making that up i don't know what it was but um but yeah boston Bruins president cam neely admitted monday that the organization should have talked to the family of the classmate of mitch that mitchell miller bullied for years in school before signing the controversial defenseman last week after intense public backlash over the signings the bruins parted way ways with miller on sunday night um, Neely said, there's a lot of people that are let down today. Neely told reporters at a news conference, I'm disappointed that we're in this position. We shouldn't be in this position. So we could have done a better job. We should have done a better job. Um, to me, it's just, it's just fucking mind blowing. Like that they, like this kid is not, I mean, I, I don't care if he's like even Wayne Gretzky, but like, he's not that. And right. they took the Boston name, original six name, very proud locker room, very successful organization. Uh, top three team in the NHL right now. And they threw this like turd into the mix of this to like build their farm system. Like, I don't know. I just, I read this story and I was just like, I don't know. I don't care if five people are listening. They need to know this fucking story. Yeah. That the fucking GM and president of the Bruins are just fucking idiots. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, (laughs) just a shitty person. And, the fact that you're just blinded by all that going on and, and you still bring them in and then the, your own team's like, what are we doing? Yeah, and like even when he was signed, um, the GM was basically saying, 
Like, I don't know if this is, so let's hear general manager, Don Sweeney of the Boston Bruins. I'm not going to downplay that this has been a personal struggle as well as a professional struggle as we go through and try to separate the hockey player from the person spending quite a bit of time with Mitchell in particular over the last 10 days. Like he says, he spent a lot of time with his own family, talked through the details. I came to a position where the organization's willing to support the person and give them an opportunity. And this was fucking five days ago and he's already off the roster. Yeah, they had to, (laughs) I know, you know, so, um, just an interesting story. And just like, once again, I just thank God that we got Stevie Y and he would never, ever do bring a guy like that in to the organization. So Fizz got serious for a second. But hey, we got to keep you in the loop of what's going on out there. We right? got to, we got to. That's and I right. feel like that. I just again that if that happens in NFL or NBA, it's the biggest story in the world. But it's because the NHL kind of is like not a big deal, and it's that's you know Boston Bruins are top five right. most recognizable uh, teams in hockey easily. So what about that. some what about some fun though? Because somebody's <laughs> not here to bring us down yeah. in the Lions yes. category, my guys. Yes. yes, Dad is out of town. Fighting hurricanes. So guess what? More Kool-Aid for you and me. Guess who won this week? Buddy. More Kool-Aid for you and me. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. And the fact that I'm seeing these tweets about the Lions being just out of the playoff picture. It's it's so (laughs) fucking... Dude, like, this is... This is so... This is the carousel that we live on. Like, it would have been less SOL or less Lions-like to lose that game. Yes, Aaron Rodgers played one of the worst games I've seen him play in a long time. Maybe his career. Maybe, dude, those he threw three interceptions on the one yard line. <laughs> That's fucking insane, dude. Yes. He, that, like <laughs> what? Dude, I like I it's so impossible to like if someone out of state were to try to follow Lions or understand it, like you just can't because you would think like Oh, that's that's not Lions like they won that game. It's like no, that's exactly what the like when you think you got them figured out, you fucking don't. Let me remind you who scored our touchdowns too. Mm. Uh Zalistra, I've never heard of that guy until he caught that pass. And, and his brothers on the team. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. There's like twin brothers on the team. And the other one was like Mitchell, like some fourth string no, tight end, right? James Mitchell, you James got it. Mitchell. No, because we're in Mitchell era. It's Mitchell season now. It's the Mitchell time? Because he's the, we drafted him, I think, in the fourth round, like you said, uh, in the in the most recent draft. And, like, he's next man up after Hawk is gone. What up, Mitch? Yeah, what up, Mitchie? What so, up, Big Mitch? What up, Mitch? Shit, boy. JM? Yeah, so let's see. I had, let's see. Where the fucking, where is he? Yeah. Shane Zalstra, undrafted practice squad call-up out of Mich- Minnesota State. Okay. Um, and then James Mitchell, 22, fifth-round draft pick out of Virginia Tech. Wow, Vot, go hoax. Yeah. So two tight ends catch touchdowns. Um, none of them, TJ Hawkinson, because he's in None Minnesota. of them were in your anytime parlays, I can assure you. <laughs> no, and if they were, like, <laughs> you're, you're not listening to this. <laughs> <You're right. Yeah. laughs> so, dude, so let's, let's just take a peek real quick on all the – Big grabs that were made. Okay. So technically... Dobbs went down in like the first series for Green Bay too, so they were already fucking... I don't get... Crypt. So, yeah. So, fucking Zalstra. I feel like I did know how to say his name, and now I'm all fucked up on it. Zalstra? Yeah. He so he's technically a second year player. He was a rookie last year. I He was with one of... I think he was with Minnesota. Okay. He got cut, and now he's with us. But like... 
let's just call him a rookie. Yeah. Okay. So we have him. We're calling him a rookie. James Mitchell, rookie. Uh, Kirby Joseph, rookie. Yep. Two picks. Aiden Hutchinson, rookie pick. Fucking all the big grabs, rookies. Wow. Yeah. Both sides of the ball. Both sides. Rooks. Damn. Hey. Fucking, that's Lions defense, boys. Grit. Honestly, their defense has really fucking stepped it up the last couple weeks. It's so tough what happened, it what happened last week? Who was last week? Last week, we... Uh, I'm, like, forgetting. Yeah, we, was it Miami? No. No, it was, yeah, it was Miami. We, lo- we played Miami last week. We, did we have a bye? No. No, we played Miami on the 30th. Aren't you looking at it? Yeah, okay. on the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I... <laughs> I got confused what happened in that Miami game. Yeah, remember we were butt fucking. That's them, right. And then we up they, seven, yeah, 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 blew it at the end. We didn't score in the second quarter. We got sixty-seven yards in the second quarter, half, yeah. half second half. So Packers come in. They're on a four-game losing streak. Lions are on a five-game losing streak. You kind of hit the point where you're like, all right, Packers are not this bad, right? Like this is where they get it going. They, this is perfect. Right. Roger's going to bend us over, yep. eat the ass, assume yep. the position. Sure. Absolutely. Done. In front of the home crowd. Lube up. This is, this is his, you know, 25 for 27, 350 yards and three tugs. No big deal. Not, not today, buddy. Unbelievable. Detroit Lions in one of the wildest games end up winning, I mean, what, 15 to nine? 15 to nine, yeah. With, um... You know, home dog. How many times? Home you... dog, interdivision. Oh, yeah, Chandler. And that's a cover. Yeah, Chandler would be losing his mind. <laughs> or no, he, he would try to take credit for it. <laughs> He'd be like, I told you guys to take the Lions. Yeah, right. But uh, you know actually what he would be yelling about? Because he did text us late in the game. And remember, he was like, how long can we stand for this? Yes. It was uh, It was when Campbell tried to throw the game away. Yes, yes. Because I think... At the end of the game, Campbell, we went for it on fourth down like a hundred times again. That's standard. Yes, absolutely standard. And uh, at the end of the game, Campbell went for it again on fourth, right? Instead of punting it like 40 yards or whatever it was. Yep. And uh, that's when that's when Chandler sent the text. I kind of want to pull it up. <laughs> I'll find it in a second here. But I wanted to see what, what the actual uh, play-by-play here was at the end. Um, oh, yeah. Downs, punt, 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 down. So, yeah, so nine plays. Detroit gets all the way to Green Bay's 43. And it was fourth and three at Green Bay's 43 with a fucking six-point lead, and we went for it. And that was exactly what he didn't do versus Minnesota. Yes. Right? Yes. That's when he brought out the kicker, shanked it. Or we had fucking <laughs> Johnny B. Good from the stands <laughs> yes. kicking for us that game. Yes, we had the hot dog, the singing hot dog guy, Charlie. <laughs> yes. That kick wasn't good from fucking ten out. Yes, dude. Um, I could really want to find this uh, Chandler text. But what other what other notes you got from the from the Lions game? I mean, nothing outside of like you know the Aaron Rodgers shitting himself. Dobbs out early. I mean, the offense like still has been not very good to say the least. Defense has stepped up. I mean, I hate to say Anzalone looked all right last week. Did you see that jersey? Yes, anal zone. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, when whoever sent it in the chat, I was just like, oh, it's f- I thought it was just funny in I general. I thought it was That's- his name. So did I. <laughs> and I was like, I just thought it was funny in general that someone had an Anzalone jersey. Yeah, like and then, who would buy that? And then it said anal zone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of funny. And I didn't realize you just had to switch two letters to make it anal zone. <laughs> I didn't either. I mean, I now think that so. like, I look at it, I can't not <laughs> see anal zone. And like... 
I can't believe we haven't been calling him anal zone <laughs> like for the whole How year. How did that slip through the cracks? I don't know. No pun intended. Yeah. But uh, maybe it was. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we missed that one. Um, but you know what's funny is he's probably known that one for a long time, and now he's like, ah, damn nah. it, they it found was, out. It was a matter yes, of time. For sure. It was a matter of time. But um, so here's Chandler. As soon as the Lions, Jared Goff drops back to pass, incomplete, short left to, to uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Chandler right away, 3.54 p.m. to me and Pizzo. How much longer is this going to take place? No way they can keep him after this season. No, neither of us respond. Game ends. Lions win. I go, he's locked in for the whole, all next year now. He doesn't say a thing. You go, we are back, all caps, 11 and 6 incoming. Kool-Aid yes. filled. Yeah, buddy. Oh. So with that win. Looking ahead. Yeah, well, real quick. The Detroit okay. Lions with that win jumped fucking like five spots in the draft. Yeah, they four. did. I think they're Brutal. number five right now. <laughs> Brutal. Not good. Not good at all. And they currently sit, fucking, I hate even saying this shit, uh, two games back of the fucking wild card. Wild card. I just, that's what's so fucking nuts to me is just like. There's so many bad teams in the NFC right now. That's like any, it's up for grabs. Like, how, like how do you, the Lions have won two fucking games. They've won two, like they lost five in a row and they've won two games and all of a sudden they're kind of like right back in the mix. It doesn't make any sense. And it's like they should have beat Minnesota. And I feel like there's another game they probably should have won. But, like, they're just right back in the mix. I feel like I've never been more confused by an NFL season. It doesn't make much sense. But, like, looking at the NFC outside of, like, I mean, Eagles look really good, obviously. Vikings look really good. You could say the Cowboys and Giants. Those are 50-50. The whole NFC South is awful. But wait, Lou. I got something for you. What do we got? So I wanted to pull this up because it's easy to say Vikings look good. Philly looks good. I would say it's very easy to say Philly looks good. I think they look fucking incredible. Absolutely. Vikings have a great record. I don't know how good they look, but seven and one, seven and one. But I saw this posted today. Vikings road to seven and one. Okay. okay. Beat the Packers week one who, who are always oh, miserable week yeah. one. And yep. they're kind of bad this year. Yeah. They're bad this year. Number two, lost to the Eagles, Kirk Cousins, primetime game. Okay, whatever. Beat the worst defense in NFL history, Detroit Lions, week three. Week four, needed double doink miss field goal to beat Andy Dalton and the Saints. I remember that game. I got screwed bad. (laughs) Then they beat the Bears by seven before Justin Fields decided to be good. Okay. Then they beat the Dolphins, third string quarterback after Tua was dead. Yeah, okay. Then they beat Kyler Murray the day after Call of Duty comes out. Wow. Then they needed the final two minutes to beat the commanders by three. That's the road to seven and one. You know what they are doing though? Huh? Getting the job done. Hey, I am not denying that. I am just, I'm bringing, um, bring it to light, right? Bringing another perspective. And in fact, I can do it again, which I don't even know if you want me to, but we're doing it for the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I'm interested to hear their lucky road or their little <laughs> yeah. paved golden path. All right, Eagles road. Beat the worst defense in history by three points, Detroit Lions. I know them. Okay. 
beat Kirk Cousins in prime time. Just discussed it. That was pre-Kirky with the chains. Yes, very true. Very, very pre-Kirky chains. Pre-dog. Yeah. Pre-dog Kirk. He's like spitting in my face. I was dogging him all off season. You love him now, the chains. Dude, yeah. he's completely 180 Good for him. I'm happy for him. I'm not fully on board yet, but hey, Kirky, keep fucking tearing it up. F- fun fact that's never come up on the show is like Pizzo's like a diehard MSU guy. He's wearing a Sparty quarter zip as we speak, but he's always dog Kirk Cousins. Not in a good way. Not a good, like he's not, not, he's not his dog with him. He dogs him. And now that he's wore the chains and started like gritting on planes, he's starting to like him, which I don't blame him for. Weird. Whatever. Number three. So they beat Kirk Cousins prime time. Number three, they beat the commanders. Stink. Shit. Yep. <laughs> they beat the Jags, beat Trevor Lawrence at home. I guess that's a confusing team. <laughs> yes. Very confusing. Beat the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. That team stinks. Beat the Dallas Cowboys with Cooper Rush Who's at home. Pretty good. But yeah, he did look good, but Coops they looks pretty solid. Still Cooper Rush. Coop selection. I'm just, this is just full devil's advocate. Sure, sure. Beat the Steelers. One of the worst teams in the league. And then they struggled versus the one, six and one Texans. That's their eight and oh road. Hey, so just being that guy. Fair enough. Just being that guy. Um, what other notes did I have? So I've said the NFL has been like the most confusing thing in the world. Oh, this is, so this is my favorite story in the NFL right now. And it's, it's just the Indianapolis Colts. So the Lions are a oh, joke, yeah. but they're just like always kind of a running joke. And like, they're just like a bad organization with a bad team. And like, I don't know. It's kind of straightforward. Hilarity. Just hired, dude. <laughs> so he's going from the hip. So, so the Indianapolis Colts uh, fire <laughs> Frank Wright. This weekend, yep. long overdue. They're one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL. They're fucking terrible. And they hired Jeff Saturday, the former center for Peyton Manning, you know, famous buddies with Peyton Last Manning. Last coaching job was at a high school where he went three and seven. Went three and seven. So Jim Ursay, if you don't know who this guy is, owner of the Colts, he, um, he he's kind of like... He just spewed. He's like Dan Campbell with money, maybe. I don't. I don't know if that's a good way to describe it. Probably not. But like, here is the quote after hiring Jeff Saturday, and 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 Saturday was um not on the coaching staff, like, no. which I didn't know at all. This was literally like Ursay calling up his boy and being like, "Hey, you want to coach the fucking Colts?" Yes. Like that's what it was. So I saw the tweet and I had to make sure it wasn't Barry. Like <laughs> I, had to, I had to make sure it wasn't Barry McCockner. <laughs> McCockner. Yeah. Sure. And so. I was like, it's fucking real. And, and then like, uh, one of our buddies in the chat was like, is he on the staff? And I was like, he's gotta be right. Like, I just assumed he was like the O-line coach. Just an or analyst. <laughs> just an analyst at ESPN. <laughs> so, so, so he tweeted out last week, man, the Raiders don't look good. That's who he plays this week. Oh my God. He plays the Raiders it. this week. Yeah. So here is Ursay chopped up quotes of, uh, the, uh, after signing Saturday. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. That means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. And he has tons of experience. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team. Sausage and there was guy. no other candidate. We were fortunate that he was available. I'll be frank. I asked. I asked Mr. Ursay. Tell me why. Why is a candidate yeah. you, you would consider in any in any role to do this? You know, no one's perfect in this game. You know how many shots Michael Jordan's missed. I don't know what we would have done if anything if, if he wasn't available. And you guys can try to diminish him all you want, but that's just your words. They have no substance to it because there's no truth in it. 
And you guys missed one question for him, and he can't answer it since I'm answering. Have you talked to Peyton yet? <laughs> Don't answer. Don't answer. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. Ursay sounds like the villain in a fucking movie. Like he like has your kid hostage and you owe him money, dude. And he just he seems shit faced. <laughs> like I just like he straight looks up loaded. Yes, dude. he does. And I follow him on Instagram. He's actually like it's I don't know. It's just a it's it's a ridiculous follow. Like. Colts had a really bad loss this year. I forgot what it was. And and why the he, fuck's he thinking about sausage? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Why did he hire Jeff Saturday? Dude, so he like after Good one of the center. Colts games, he like took some picture, like some shitty picture of like some like overhang tarp at uh Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah. And 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 the caption was like sign in fans. Sign in autographs for some fans after the tough loss today. And there was like one guy like signing in. Like it was just the weirdest fucking thing ever. You got to follow him on Instagram. But uh, yeah, this the ghetto Gronk hung the banner in the top quartile of the upper quartile of winners since 2000. <laughs> that's 22 years, man. Oh my God. Um, so that's fucking, that's good stuff. That's, that's quartile. I want to get. How do you get to that quartile? Do you think? I don't know. It's like Mortal Kombat. I think it, you have to. You got to beat each boss, and then you move up the quartile. <laughs> right, and, and he's in the upper quartile of the upper quartile. Shit. Um. And speaking of, well, one last thing because I I'm just checking our notes here. One thing we did not mention about the Lions game. Um. Kirby Joseph, rookie out of Illinois, two interceptions, huge game. Played great, absolutely fantastic. That yeah, last he pick he had was fucking unreal. Dog. First one was a tip ball, whatever. But Kool Aid. Yeah. Did you see his Instagram post? No. What'd he say? So he had uh, a, the wildest Instagram post I've ever seen with caption. Hold on. I'm pulling it up right now because I want to get it exactly right. Real caption. Picture of himself. Just like high quality photo warming up at the game. And then he posts this caption in all caps and like italics. That like weird yeah, font. I don't know how to font. do. Yeah. yeah Kenneth yeah. Walker uses that font. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of sick. Newton. No, what Cam does like the hieroglyphs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Walker's is like the crazy cursive. Okay, this like one's the like old English looking almost. This is close to that, but okay. it's, it's still like, you know, it looks like he had to go in and code this. Gotcha. Um, but he <laughs> this is the caption from Kirby after his career day in the NFL. TBH, to be honest, to be honest, I just been farting. Y'all ain't seen shit yet. <laughs> A lot of ass talk today. Dude, winning <laughs> hits different. Winning hits different. It does. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. You can eat a W. You, yeah. Ask JMO. Ask JMO. He's still chewing Original on it. Original JMO. Yeah. Yeah. OG JMO. I miss that guy. Yeah. He's different now. He is. Hell yeah. All right. So we're going to we're gonna get into betting here. Get the picks see fired if, up, See maybe. if Chandler. We're going to call Chandler down to Florida to see if he answers. Yeah, you guys are live on the mic. He's on vacation. Yeah, he's live. He's probably reading a fucking book with Kool-Aid glass <laughs> next to him. Probably pages are sticking together. <laughs> Too much Kool-Aid. See what he does here. Wow. Doesn't want it. He's dun, scared. Because he wants to pick the lions. He does. He wants to big time. Thank you for calling Chandler Nash with Real Team Real oh, Estate. Free ad. Sorry, I am <laughs> unable to get to your call. Free ad. Please leave a detailed message and I'll Unless be sure to get washer. back to you. Yeah. My normal business hours Whoa. are Monday Don't through Friday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Should you reach me outside of these hours, oh my God. I will I return your call the next morning or if an urgent matter, please text. All right, text. Thank you. Have a great day. 
Should oh, we leave yeah. a message? Yeah, oh yeah. At the tone, please record Oh my God, then you got to listen to this. When you finish recording, you may hang up. You got Chandler's picks, one though. For more All right, we do have Chaney's picks online. We'll leave him a message here. Chaney, we were just calling to see if you want to do the picks. We are live on the air. We see you're not here. The ghost um, of Chandler Nash dressed up as DC in his room right now, a glass Kool-Aid reading a book. And we hope Hurricane Nicole didn't sweep you up and toss you in the ocean. That's right. Let me know. I'll be down there soon, Chandler. But if it did, you died trying. God, God bless. Speed. All right, nice. Cash. That's nice. <laughs> All right, sweet. Nice. All right, we're moving into betting. Hopefully, we can do it without him. He's going to be like, why did you call twice? And yep. yeah. Um, and I'm glad we got to go through that voicemail. Holy shit. Yeah, that was money, huh? <laughs> got to fucking just roast him via mail. <laughs> <laughs> he, got his whole, uh, he got his whole business hours there. Free ads. I guess I did call outside of business hours. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. We should have texted. Well, if it's urgent. And I'd right. say it's pretty urgent. Fucking more urgent than anything he's doing right now. <laughs> I would say I would say so. All right. So we're moving in to betting here. Um, I guess we didn't talk about college at all, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll do our betting because we just I just teed the whole thing up. So. Yeah, we'll, Sparty victory though. We do got we do got to mention that. We'll do let's do the betting for the NFL, then we'll do our college. Okay, so I kind of messed like up it. a little bit, but we're, that's fine. That's fine. So we'll do yeah. we'll do our NFL here. Um, do you want to go? Well, here should we do Chandler's? Let's read Chandler's. Yeah, re- fire off the ones Chandler sent you, and then we'll do ours. Okay, so I'll be honest. Chandler took uh, some of the shit I was thinking of here. Of course, he sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we did so much talking about the uh, the pack this week that um, that's who we'll lead off with. So Chandler, you know, I can't deliver him like he does. I don't know what he was thinking. All he did was send me his picks. No explanation, nothing involved. Um, but the Green Bay Packers are giving five points at home, or are getting, sorry. Jesus, I'm already fucking it up. Yeah, Green Bay man. Packers are getting five points at home to the Dallas Cowboys. He has locked in the Green Bay Packers versus the Dallas Cowboys in Lambeau. Uh, maybe thinking the pack get off the schneid there. I don't hate the pick at all. No, I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and Dallas is coming off a bye, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Teams off a bye scare me. I don't know. I, it's just kind of to the point. It's like, is is Green Bay really this bad? Is this how Aaron Rodgers like goes down dying? I mean, picture Green Bay right now without Aaron Rodgers. That's a, the worst team in the NFL. I mean, he right? Did, he yeah. I mean, he still did throw for like two hundred and fifty yards, and I don't know. He was right. still the only reason they had a hope in that game. It, it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, as fucking shitty as he played, if they didn't have him, they would be far worse. Him throwing that tantrum at the end of the game. Was wild. Yeah. I never thought I'd see him do did something you, like actually that. Actually, speaking of that, did you hear him on uh, McAfee today? No, no. So he was like, he went full fucking big boy on there, like absolute cock mode. Where he's did he? Like, yeah, he was like, he was like, I don't give a shit what people are saying. He's like, I'm still the two time NFL MVP and oh, the reigning Jesus. NFL MVP. He's like, I'll fucking turn it on when I when I want to turn it on, and we ain't done yet. All this stuff started just getting loud with him. I mean, if I'm a I mean, that's what you want to hear, right? I guess right. if you're a pack fan. Yeah, for sure. But if you keep sucking, you're just kind of like, well, you're you're a douche. Right. It's like <laughs> it's the same thing with DC after the games, right? You can only hear it so many times. Yeah. But not this week, baby. Yeah, right. Dubs. All right. All right. We're not there yet. Sorry. Okay. Chandler's second pick. Let's just knock these out. I yep. actually do love this second pick. Big time. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Chandler sent me Buffalo minus four and a half, but I'm going to give him the odds. I'm looking at uh, I see three and a half. So we're going to give him that. 
We'll drop it down to three and a half. Buffalo Bills off a loss to the Jets. I lost my ass on that fucking game. That was great. The that Bills. Shit loss. The Bills are uh, get, giving three and a half to the seven and one Minnesota Vikings. So we will really find out if Minnesota is a real team. But as you were saying, Josh Allen. Yeah, little elbow issues day to day, not practicing. They're saying he is going to play in the game, but they, you know, it sounds like that they don't want to talk about the severity of the injury. You know that much, yeah. So, <laughs> dude, if <laughs> kind of rolled off the tongue weird. There. Well, the fact that he's day to day, yeah, like and not, but superstars don't a, practice every day. But I'm know? just saying, like Josh Allen, like if he's day to day, like he's playing. Fuck yeah, that guy's an absolute dog. And you're not going to see it. Yes, they were like, oh, you know, it might be a torn ligament or a tendon in his elbow, but they were like. The way he was slinging the ball around at the end of the game, there's no way that he did that. But we're talking about fucking Josh Allen here. Like, he could have been doing that. I could see his arm detaching at the elbow and, like, still holding on to the ball right. for him to complete passes. And like, like He's I, a dog. I, I, I have to bring it up, but it reminds me a little bit of the Matthew Stafford Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was oh! limping his arm up. <laughs> Dude, his shoulder was just dislocated. Missing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So that's, that's the all time best clip yeah. of Stafford without a doubt. Okay. So Chandler goes Packers plus five bills minus three and a half. Um, Pizzo you're on the clock. Wow. Right off the rip, baby. All Not right. really. I did two picks. Okay, sure. Not off the rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, uh, one of my, one of my favorite squads to bet on here. I'm going to keep it simple. One o'clock game Sunday. We have the Tennessee Titans hosting mm. the Denver Broncos, um, in Tennessee, I don't know if you've seen any of the new renovations that Tennessee is about to put on that stadium. Is it a there. new stadium or is it a renovated stadium? Uh, good question. I think it's a new stadium. It's a brand new stadium. Yes. Okay. Brandly newly renovated stadium. <laughs> well, it's not built yet, right? <laughs> right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's just the renderings. I think it's a couple of years, but it looks like fucking the sweet. sickest thing in the world. Yes. It looks like the whole thing's like a big outside patio. Yes. You know, it looks like it. It's like should be on Broadway. Yes, exactly. It looks it's like all it, rooftop like action. Yes, it's just more of it's like they took Broadway and just wrapped it around a stadium. Yep, I agree. Anyway, stadium looks fucking sick. The future stadium <laughs> of the Tennessee Titans looks really sick. That's why they're gonna fucking win this week. That's right. I mean, they just you know they had a tough loss in Kansas City. They were getting. I took Kansas City like an idiot giving 12 and a half <laughs> points. Tennessee was in the game the whole entire time and had a ton of chances Went to, to win. Overtime. Yeah. Had a ton of chances to win. Um, very good team at home. I'm going to stick with my Titans minus two and a minus two, minus two and a half. I'll take two and a half to be safe. Um, give me the Titans. Yeah, they dude. They're so, such a sneaky team that just like, won't ever go away. Like they're just always around. They're probably going to win that division. There's nothing exciting about them, but I do think it's, it's going to be huge. If like Tannehill can play, they, they need him back. Yes. I mean, just to even manage the game. Your boy is Malik not, is still young. He's not a little bit that. more. There's a lot going on with you two in this game. I mean, Broncos were like, Russ is your boy. The Broncos were your guy. Like, and now, and now, and now you're saying like, yeah, now you're saying I love the Titans and like Malik, you want him out. So a lot of things are crumbling on you. I mean, it all started with Baker and now we've come <laughs> full circle. I've been pretty honest with the Titans at home though. That's one of my squads. That's fair. That's fair. It's just when Denver's in town, I thought you might be singing a different tune, but sure, guess sure. not. I'm not. Okay, so I'm going to bet uncomfortable here. Um, I'm going to take something a little off the reservation. I'm going to do it in honor of you, Pizzo, actually. Thank um, you. On your, in your X team. Ooh. This is a bet I, not, I normally I was looking at this take. one. Yeah. Likey, me likey. Yeah, this is, Talk to this me. is something probably uh, Chandler would take, but 
I think we're done needing to be surprised by the Seattle Seahawks. I think we're done needing to be surprised by Geno Smith. Uh, fucking Kenneth Walker is might win offensive rookie of the year. He has six touchdowns in the last five games. Uh, or seven. Seven touchdowns. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not the last five games, but he has seven touchdowns since he started to play. Yeah. And I think five or six of them have come in the fourth quarter. Yes. So he's a closer. He's a dog. Um, I think last week he virtually eliminated me from fantasy football and I didn't even care because I love the guy so much. Um, so Seattle Seahawks getting three points on the road versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I can't figure out if my life depended on it. And all the Seahawks done have all the Seahawks have done this year is surprise and all Tampa's done is disappoint. So I'm gonna take those three points. Seattle Seahawks plus three. Wow. Okay. And Good Gino, Gino, I just, he's just not even, he's like reborn. I don't even understand. Guy's playing fucking lights out ball right now. Dude, just another shot at life. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go against Chaney's ghost here, actually. Okay. And I'm going to go with my guy that I've been hating on a little bit. Here and that's, go. that's Kirky Cousins and the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings heading into Buffalo. It. Like a few things that we talked about, Jay Allen a little banged up, Minnesota coming off a huge win against the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, they got it done. They that, did. That was a revenge game. They did. They've been getting it done at home. They've been getting it done on the road. Buffalo just struggled in New York against a banged up Jets team. Couldn't get the job done. Jay Allen, little elbow issue. I think that Minnesota's vibing right now. Every guy on the team's got Kirk Cousins wearing his fucking chain in the plane. <laughs> dude. Like, dude, these guys are one. Yeah. They're, I mean, they are one. Give me the horn, the one, and the three and a half Vikings in Buffalo. Give them the horn, boys. <laughs> That's it. All right. Got it. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't know if I like it. I just, I think it's a... I would take the bills for sure, but um, I appreciate the approach, and I, you know, I can't believe you're taking Kirky. I know the chain got you falling on the sword. Yeah, the chain just ate you alive and spit you back out. Damn it! All right, so all right, I'm going again, going against conventional wisdom here. Um, Did you pick two? No, I'm doing oh, you're right on now. two. Okay, yeah, I'm on two. And then here. we're on Sheep Shark. Yes, we are. Let's go. Okay, so next pick here, I am going to go. I'm going to take it to the bright lights of Sunday night. Been waiting all day for a Sunday night. Ooh. Philadelphia Eagles at home, undefeated, 7-0, 8-0, Yep. Right? 8-0. Uh, heading back off a bye at home. Everything in this game points to an absolute, absolute Philadelphia Eagles blowout, but... They're playing a divisional opponent in the Washington Commanders. Divisional games get weird. Washington has like Henneke's all of a sudden yeah. getting a little tuggy. They going were on. chanting his name, chanting his name after he scored, like when he took the lead versus Minnesota. Henneke. No Heineke. way. I swear to God, they were chanting they were, his name. You know what's funny? You say that too, is they had, they said that they did a preview for season tickets at the game for the next season for Washington already. And the only player on there. Was Henneke. Is it Henneke or Heineke? I I thought it was Heineke. It's Heineke. I think it's Heineke. Ta it's Taylor Heineke. We're going right? with Heineke. Heineke. Yeah, it's Heineke. Yeah, so he was the only dude on there, like, yes. in the ad for season tickets next year. Dude, I saw not that. Not Scary Terry. I know. You know? Like, not Brian Robinson. Got not shot. Not Brian Robinson. Not, uh, who's the DN they got that's sick? Yeah. Um, Chase. He's, yep, Chase, you know? Dude, that's... Henny. Yes. They, and they were chanting his name. I'm not Need kidding. some Henny in your cup. Chanting his name. That was probably just some, like graphics intern who knows nothing about the team was like sure. i'm just gonna put the quarterback in here Might as well, it could have been alex smith they would have made no difference 
So what with all that on said, these commanders? with all that with all that being said, I'm taking all these fucking points. They're getting ten and a half on the road. Everyone thinks they're a joke. The Eagles think they're a joke. Guess what? They're not a joke. Eagles are going to win this game, but the Commanders are covering that ten and a half. That's oh, I free, like the pick, Frank. Free smoke on the Mandos and and that, ballsy. That fans that fan base is so fired up that Schneider's selling the team. Like it would be like if the Lion the Fords were selling the Lions. Like yep. we'd be so excited about it, begging yep. people to take that team. All right, well, Chandler's out of town storm chasing, so he puts together our sheep shark, and he actually sent it this week, and I'm pretty bummed he's not here to deliver. This is the one sheep shark we needed him here for. I know, I know, and he's running from it. He's running and hiding from it. But the sheep shark this week hits us very close to home. 95% of the money on the home team here. Ooh. And it is... The Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Bears have 95% of the money on them for at Sheep Soldier Shark. Field. At Soldier Field. Justin Fields coming off. Justin Field coming off his absolute best NFL game as a starter. 45 fantasy points, rushed for 10 million yards, almost took down the Miami Dolphins. Um, famous clip of Dolphins coach like yelling at him in the middle of the game. Stop yep. that. He's a clown. Yes. Um, Mike Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Poindexter, little bitch. Yeah, but he's kind of tight. Yeah, sure. Uh, and they're winning. That team's exciting. But the Bears, I said, were going to be the worst team in the NFL. They're definitely not. Um, after watching Fields, Field do that last game, um, it's uh, it's kind of spooky what I think he could do because Hurts ate us up on the ground and a running quarterback's kind of eat us alive. And I, I mean, what's is anal zone going to fucking shadow him? No. But with that being said, that's why everyone's scared. 95% of the money is on the Chicago Bears. So with that being said, Pizzo, on three, who are you taking in the game, Bears or Lions? One, two, three. Bears. Oh, my God. (laughs) No way. Both of you? Yeah. So uh, Chandler already texted in, say he's taking the Bears. So I got two. Oh, why is that not working? Hang on. Oh, no. There it is. We got two. There's one for you, one for Chandler, and then here's me. I'm the shark this week. Wow. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. There's no way I'm taking 95% of the money on the Chicago Bears. Not happening. Uh, I mean, I thought the Lions were going to get blown out last week, and they didn't. Now that I'm on them, they'll probably get their shit kicked in, but I'm not doing it. I'm taking the fucking three points, Detroit Lions. Wow. Shark, baby. It fucking pains me. I can't believe you're taking it the Bears. It absolutely pains me to have to mutter the Bears out of my mouth I, there. I can't believe it. What's the thought process? The thought process is exactly what you said earlier, Frank. Justin Fields. And with what we saw last week and Aaron Rodgers, like we were saying, playing one of his worst games of the year, still almost squeaking out a victory. I just don't think that the Lions have any answer for a scrambling quarterback right now. And I think he's going to, I think he ran for almost 200 on the ground last week, like 178 or something like that. His over under was 54 yards rushing, just so you guys know. Oh my God. I think that he's going to run wild. I think that we're on the road. We're coming off a, a divisional win against the Packers who, you know, we always struggle to beat. So when it happens, whether how pretty it is or not, we're juiced up. Um, I, I, I just think that the bears are going to be a little too much for us. I, uh, I am not ready to anoint Justin Fields, the best quarterback in the world because he had a good game versus the Miami dolphins by running all around the guy fucking takes one plant the wrong way, gets fucking knocked in the head and he could be rattled and shaken up. And 
And uh, who knows? With uh, Audrey Pleasant out of the out of the picture, maybe the DB's got to figure it out now. Yeah. So who knows? I'm taking the three points. I'm taking the Detroit Lions, and I'm back guzzling the Kool-Aid. They win that game. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be juiced up if they win. No lie. Yeah, fuck. I mean, I will, too. <laughs> I will, too. All right. So there you have it. There's the picks for the week. Good luck, everyone. Let's uh, let's talk quickly here um, about a little college. We can talk a little college, do some picks, and then get into over-under to close her out. Um, so the Michigan State won, um, which was the most insane game, uh, most insane outcome I, I don't think I would have ever expected. No, definitely not. Uh, they beat number 14, Illinois, on the road a week after getting pummeled by the University of Michigan, fighting – in the tunnels, eight guys suspended. It lo- It's a dumpster fire of a year. And then out of nowhere, Mel and co just pull an absolute rabbit out of their fucking hat. And Peyton Thorne got picked off one second into the game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that was a huge, I think that was a really, really big win for Tucker this year, especially like you said, after the tunnel shit, all the bullshit going on with the Michigan stuff, just to be able to rally the troops, go on the road, ranked team, Illinois is never usually like one of those big, you know, tough teams to beat, but Hey, they, they only had one loss. They're playing good fucking ball. We went in there. We did almost blow it at the end again. Tried to, we did. I mean, the clock management shit at the end of the game is still very like, yeah. Like, why don't you run the ball there? You know, like yes. they shouldn't have even had an opportunity like at, so at the very end of the game and they, they threw a pass. It was incomplete. It stopped the clock with like a minute left. Right. right. Yep. And then, Chicago, did we kick a field goal after that? We did. We did. We did. Yep. And then they got the ball back. And if we would have if we would have ran, they would have only got the ball back with like 25, 30 seconds left on the clock. Instead, they had like a minute 20. Yes. No, they had a full, they had a chance at a full drive. Right. Um, yeah, weird, really weird game. Thorne throws the interception to start the game. I think I think MSU only had like 300 yards of offense. But yeah, it was not a good offensive game. Illinois had like four or 500 yards of offense. Um, but we stopped him on fourth down like four or five times. Yep. And that was the difference in the game. And I just, that w- it was just a shocking win. And it was kind of like, I don't know, for me as a state fan, it was kind of just like, okay, Tuck. I mean, that kind of saved the whole look of the season almost. Right. You know, and now it's kind of like, all right, you're looking at the rest of the schedule. They got Rutgers, Indiana, Penn State. It's like you win two or three of those, you're bowl eligible, and then you close the year at six and six. And it's kind of like, eh, it's like a fart, but yeah, yeah you know. but it's it's not like a complete pants shit. Right. It could have been. It was looking ten times worse three weeks ago. <laughs> it was. Know? It was that. I mean, it, it was this this win saved. I mean, any, look at any like, look at the I'm season. I'm looking at the numbers like Jaden Reed, nine targets, five grabs, seventy yards, and a touchdown. It's all get get our guys the ball, feed the stars, throw them the fucking ball. Yeah, stop trying to get cute. Our running backs stink. Yeah, bottom not, line, we don't have K nine. He's gone. Right. I mean, good win though. Hey, yeah. way to get way to figure it out. Way to get it together and and make something happen. Actually, speaking of uh, the Michigan tunnel incident, I know we were kind of talking about this in the group chat, but did you see? Uh, the most recent filing coming um, from a lawyer from one of the Michigan State players. It was. I saw that it was sent. I did not. I did not read it. What What do you got for me? So if you if you actually go on Twitter, you can find the article. Um, I want to say Chris Solera. Okay. Um, he's like a Michigan State Lansing sports writer. He's on Twitter. There's a few other ones out there, but it's the, whoever the lawyer was that wrote this thing was fucking 
absolutely drunk or something because a lot of it was like rambling on like something you write at like 2 a.m. when you're Christ. making fun of like Michigan fans. Yeah. Because I think one of his quotes were, um, it was, hail to the victims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So basically what he what he's saying is that um, they have evidence, um, video and visual evidence, that the Michigan player was the first one to swing or to instigate the fight in the tunnel. So they're trying to repro- They're trying to kind of like swing the sword back on him to press the charges that they started all of the altercations oh within the tunnel. Why? Why did the lawyer that? Who is this guy? Is he a Twitter lawyer? Is he a real lawyer? His and why did it? Why was it so poorly written? If he's a lawyer. At that high of a level. It doesn't... You don't have like, answers for Honestly, me? even all the Michigan State people in the comments were like, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> I'm going to... So let's see what we got here. We got we to gotta pull it up. All right. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, Looking. You got to read the... We got to read it. It's so good. Okay. Oh, I found it. You did? I okay. think so. Yeah, attorney Dave Diamond. Yes. Is this real? His name's Dave Diamond. No, I found the Chris Solari tweet. David D. Diamond, yes. This isn't real, is it? <laughs> Dude, how is his name David Diamond and it's written so horribly? This can't be real. It might be real. Open image, a new tab. Okay, here we go. Michigan State, Michigan Tunnel Investigation Reveals New Facts. News alert. What is... This is just a word doc. <laughs> what is the validity of this? Hey, it's in the court. It's in the Supreme Court justice system. Newly retained. I mean, wouldn't it be obtained? Whatever. Newly retained... Account, here, I'm going I'm to read this whole thing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read this whole thing. Newly retained counsel for MSU football player determines that Michigan players started the altercation as as well discovering major security failures in Ann Arbor. No period. And now we're into it. Let it rip. Los Angeles, California, November, Los Angeles, California. So he's in Los Angeles. I'm assuming. Okay. This is wild. Los Angeles, California, November 8th, 2022. An investigation yields that a Michigan football player engaged with Spartan athletes and his helmet and swinging a punch. That's the opening line. I know. Okay. In quotes, the media has taken the bait from a coach and master victim and his howls at the moon. We have learned that the UM player started the altercation. Eyewitnesses have described space space it as charging with his helmet and throwing a punch, said attorney David D. Diamond. He continued, the justice system is designed for imparlarity? Oh, imparlarity. I don't think that's spelled right. It's not. Yeah, I think it's... Use your imagination. Yeah, it's impolarity. The repeated hail to the victims song (laughs) and dance does not contribute to the fact-finding mission. Where were the screams from Ann Arbor to criminally charge Coach Howard with assault or Devin Bush with felony vandalism? The silence was palpitating. This is wild. That's a new word. Yeah, the, the hypocrisy is painful. While we acknowledge wrongdoing by all parties. This is not an incident that warrants criminal charges being filed. We have seen similar behavior and even worse on the gridiron. And suddenly because it happens in a tunnel known for incompetent security and poor post game management, there are calls for criminal charges. My client is a young man who responded to the situation before him. I don't don't know. Okay. The attorney continued to acknowledge that a relative of a Michigan player jumped over and threw security to approach and confront an MSU player in, in parentheses car diamond continued. Why were the UM players allowed in the tunnel? And rather than criticize an MSU employee for not engaging with a six foot six inch giants, we must ask ourselves about the Michigan security in the tunnel. 
I personally know about the moral superiority claims as I was a student at MSU in 1995 when my then girlfriend had a large cup of phlegm and saliva tossed at her by a UM basketball player. Despite calls and letters, getting personal. This is insane. Despite <coughs> calls and letters, UM did absolutely nothing. Given the history of this rivalry and the recent disregard disregarded motto of winning with class, the case does not warrant a criminal filing. Speaking with the detective investigating the case, I am comforted by his. In, in, maybe I'm just I'm stupid. And I don't know this word. No, he's it's, it's terribly written. Okay, impartiality is the word he's using. I think it's like trying to say he's impartial. And then it says David D. Diamond, attorney at law, 231-250-9100, diamond, diamond at com. Is this, what is this document? Man? I don't know. It's hey. Chris Solari, attorney David Diamond, representing one of the suspended MSU players, alleged Michigan players engaged with a Spartan athlete. This is, that's just funny. I don't know what that is, what, what that's going to do for anything. It literally looks just like a word document. It's so badly written. It just doesn't like, it looks like, like one of us. I, it does. That's it. like at 2 AM, like you're wasted. Yeah. In front of like a Michigan. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, so that's, yeah. that's that. I'm glad I read that. Um, hopefully that puts a button on the case. Also Izzo spoke out and just said like, I saw that he, he basically kind of stood up for him. He just said, he said Tucker handled it as well as he could have. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know? Um, and he was just like, I'd be shocked if it was, just MSU players like beating up to, the to blame, guys. right? Some shoving in the in the fucking tunnel. I mean, the helmet swinging was ridiculous. Um, anyways, so that's that. That's that's uh, MSU. Uh, Michigan this week gets. I mean, fucking beats the shit out of Rutgers. Jumps up to number three uh, as Tennessee and Clemson both lose. The dogs just absolutely felt disrespected by Tennessee and slapped them around. They did, yeah. So that's our college look for the week. Let's uh, let's jump into some bets here, and then we'll close it with over-under. Yep, yep. So I'll lead with Chandler's here. He wanted to make a note. Um, I don't even know who they're playing. Do you, do you still have who they're playing? Who's, who does he have? Uh, I don't want to say it yet. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just going to type it in. He was like, I am taking the Red Raiders, the best uniforms in college. Um, oh, yeah, he did. He meant, yeah, T-Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech minus three over Iowa State. Wow. You know, I don't really know what that means. He would have to deliver why he liked the pick, but he did take a jab at you making fun of the jerseys. No, I think he actually likes them. That's what he was saying. No, I don't think so at all. Oh, okay. I think he's well, you're floored. Wrong. I think he's floored <laughs> that you picked that jersey. So that's his college pick. I made you go first for NFL, so I will go first for college. I am going to take it. I'm going to support our troops here. We just, you know, we had voting week this week, exercise our freedoms. So I'm going to support the Navy this week. Navy's at home versus the University of Notre Dame. Notre Dame just took down Clemson. Very emotional win. I was absolutely shocked that they did it. Normally, the bigger the stage, the harder Notre Dame falls. Trust me, big Notre Dame fan growing up, seen a lot of their games. They've always failed me in prime time. So I think this week... Uh, Navy always gives them trouble. It's a rivalry game. Uh, they always keep the ball on the ground. It always just like, they always keep it close. Notre Dame usually ends up winning, but Navy always keeps it close. And right now they are 15 and a half point dogs. I feel like with Notre Dame coming off the big emotional win, that's too many points in a rivalry game. Navy covers 15 and a half versus Notre Dame. Wow. I did not see you going that way with that one. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Navy. We're going with the Naval Guard, Naval Academy. Navy guy, eh? I guess so. I mean, okay, all right. It's too many points. Rivalry I, game. I agree. At home. 
I'm actually going to go, um, I'm going to go with a team that I usually disrespect quite often on this podcast. <laughs> One of the most fraudulent teams, if not oh, I know you're the fraudulent team of the NCAA. And that is your Nittany Lions yeah. out of Penn State. Uh, they are going to be hosting the Terps this week, though. Maryland, what up, Terp? Terp, Terp, <laughs> Terpinator. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Nittany Lions here uh, this week, boys. Uh, 3.30 game on Saturday. They're giving 10. Maryland looked like they were struggling. Baby Tua is looking like he had some issues. I think that Penn State's a, a pretty good team at home especially, so I do see them getting it done uh, pretty handily against Maryland. Give me the Nittany Lions minus 10. Very interesting. I actually wrote down um, as a backup pick, uh, Maryland plus 10. Oh. Terpy Terp. Terp Terp. What up? Slurp, slurp, Terp yes, Terp. sir. Terpinator. All right. It's like you took Penn State. It's like you led into that, like repping the Terps, and then you just were like, yeah, Nittany Lions, I hate them, but they're going to win. I just like saying Terp. Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, they got that They got that turtle. So what is that, like a tortoise? Yeah, it's a Terp. Oh, Chandler, he texted, sorry, boys, was away. My B. No worries, Channy. No worries, big dog. We're moving into over-under. All right, let's close the show out. 85, just me and Zoe. 85, over-under, here we go. Yep, let's do it. Jerry sent him in the middle of the week. He's been a dog about sending these. Absolutely great. Juggernaut. All right, let's see what Go we Hornies. Got. Yeah, go Hornies. Go Hornies season ended, but we'll be back next year. We're going to get down there for a game. Yep. It's going to be legit. All right, Jerry wrote LGRW at the top of this. I know he's probably absolutely loving the wings this season. I'm curious how he's watching it. I wonder if he's doing like NHL Network or if he's got the Bally Sports app. He's got to have the Bally's app. Well, they didn't have it till like recently. So, and I know he doesn't miss a game. Well, so, he's got it now then. Yeah, he definitely's got it now. All right, number one on the list. You're leading off and you're going to love it. All right. This is right on the spot. You ready? Oh, this is shit. right up your alley. We Feed ta- me. Dude, Jerry's got a knack for talking about the stuff we've been talking about. You ready? Yep. Number one, Kirk Cousins. Wow. Over underrated. Moment of truth. You decide a, right here, right now. Man. You decide. And this, we're going to have this recorded forever. I'm going to go with, so as of recent, Kirky's been hot as a fucking kettle. He's always been hot as a kettle. He's been hot as a kettle. No, he always As of recent. No, always. However, still nothing to show for. Oh, my. Still a lot of work to be shown. Still nothing to show <laughs> You're for. You're unbelievable, dude. He was our quarterback when Kirk we were Cousin, at State. He was fucking incredible at Michigan State. He was unreal. He was. While we were there. He was. He was. You know, and that's why I we, met him at a Dick Sporting Goods. Super nice guy. You got to hear Kurt speak. You know, that's what that was the word around. Campus. You like that? I, <laughs> I just I don't get you at all. Continue though. Continue. I will. Um, NFL Kirky, overrated. No, what is he? He is one. He is all. He is Kirk. I can't fucking even deny it. I would, I have to say he's underrated. Yes. He's. I mean, I have to, right? Like, he looks like Poindexter Boner. He was an unbelievable Michigan State quarterback. Yeah. He's still ripping in the NFL. Got a fat contract. Killing it. He Team backed up RG, him. Yeah. Fucking, he's having a fucking all-timer, dude. I mean, fuck, man. You got me, Kirk. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. Sorry. Underrated. To, yeah, you should. You should. I'm glad you had this moment of repenting. Jerry, absolute electric number one on this wrist, uh, list. Putting Pizzo against the grill here. He is fucking dog Kirk Cousins for as long as I've known this guy. And that's, and that's all, why he's gotten better. Because <laughs> you're putting him against That's the wall. Right, yeah. Kirk Cousins was at was our quarterback. Because I love him so much. He was our quarterback when we were at Michigan State. We Michigan State did more winning than they've done since the '60s. Him and D'Antonio were absolute dogs. I have his jersey. I have the pro combat jersey hanging up in my closet. Number eight, Kirk Cousins backed up RG three. Ended up out 
pace in his career tenfold, got the big paycheck with Minnesota. Now he's 7-1 and one with the chains on, dancing on the plane, hey, grittying hey. with the boys. What up? You know what? Fuck it. I think he's going to beat the Bills this week. You got me all juiced up now. Kirk Cousins, underrated, whole career. Love the guy. Spartan dog. Represents the uh, represents the brand well. Whew. Diamonds, they dancing like Bobby. Yeah. Thank you, Kirk. You like that? All right. Number two on the list. I'm going to lead off here, but I don't know what this is, so you probably are going to have to explain it to me. Number okay. two, 2022 WWE Crown Jewel. Do you know what that is? Um, yes, I do. That was, so I don't watch wrestling, but I am still up to date. It, uh, the most recent event that they had in Saudi Arabia, I believe that Logan Paul wrestled Roman Reigns was like the main event out there. Sounds awful. Yeah. So, um, I'm not a big, it is. good call. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know much about it, but I, <laughs> but I know exactly what it, I like. Literally I'm reading the Wikipedia. That's exactly what it says. The 2002 Crown Jewel was the fourth Crown Jewel professional wrestling pay-per-view live stream in WWE. It was held for wrestlers from the promotions Raw and SmackDown brand and featured Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. Yeah, uh, so I guess I knew about it. And it was at MRSOOL Park, so that sounds like it was something in Saudi. Yeah. Um, I'm not a wrestling guy, so I'll keep it simple. Overrated. Overrated. Logan Paul was involved. Fucking overrated. Log- I just done. can't. I can't look at you guys. It. Done. Jerry, great first one, second one. Yep. Lame. No, it was good. We got us talking about it. Number three. Oh, I'm glad you get this one first again. Uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback, oh. New York Jets. Throw, wow. Throwing bombs and banging Fucking moms. Banging moms. <laughs> um, I mean, other than that, like little small stint, I think he's been an absolute tool, just not really that good of a quarterback. It, like everything he does seems like very like – try hard goody like oh look at me look at me type person not my cup of tea overrated I, dude to me he looks like he's 15 years old he does yeah he looks like he's like still in driver's training i look at that guy and i'm just like suburban rich family looks like he goes to stony creek high school 100 <laughs> percent, yes <laughs> like God. nailed it dude and like i am i always just look at him and i'm like how is this guy like the like nf in the nfl how's he an nfl quarterback and yeah it was cool i guess that he like Oh, cool. He banged his mom. friend's mom, friend. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, look around anywhere in the NFL. Yeah. I keep mixing up my leagues. In the NFL, like, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, took a porn star out on a date. Guess old it, news. Yeah. Do better. Not Do that more. cool. No, yeah. I don't think he's that great. Um, Jets are Jets are on the upswing, but he, I mean, he is not good if you actually watch him. So I'm going to say overrated as well. Never, yep. re- never really understood the Zach Wilson pick or the hype. Same. Small, man. Yeah. BYU too, like. Oh, I forgot. He wasn't. Like, I they weren't even doing all that. That's right. They were soaking. They do the soaking thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. So, Coogs. Yeah. Coogs. All right, number four on the list, Terry Bradshaw. Um, Terry Bradshaw kind of, I think he just unfortunately got diagnosed with cancer. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he was Damn. keeping it. I think he was keeping it a, a secret. Okay. Because uh, he didn't I want. I love Terry, dude. I'll, yeah. I'll take it if you want, and I'll definitely say underrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead. Terry, <laughs> I'm going to grab this one frame for yeah. you. Dude, Terry Bradshaw, always super entertaining. Um, that crew was is always awesome on Thanksgiving. Like Strahan, I think it's Terry. Um, there's a couple of, I think like Parcells might be on that group. Okay, hold on. So a couple of things. I was curious why Jerry brought this up. So let me see. Okay. I'm just, let's do a little research here. So Howie Long. NFL, yeah, we know. NFL <laughs> Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw opens up about his recent 
battle with bladder and skin cancer and reveals why he decided to keep quiet about his diagnosis for the past year. Happily, Terry tells Kelly he is now cancer-free. Oh, so, awesome. Let's yeah, go. That's great. That's good stuff. Terry, Terry Battler. I got the, the applause somewhere in here. What? Oh, yeah. Dice him up. Fuck. I already fucked it up. That's all right. No, I, hang on. I hey, get... good work, Terry. We're rooting for you, <laughs> is brother. Is that it, you think? <laughs> no. <that's good. laughs> all right. All right. Wait. I got it. One more. I know, I know it's here. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Terry, come on, baby. All right, but I think the reason Jerry brought this up is because I just Googled him, and I thought that was that was it, but it looks like Terry Bradshaw is under-fired following suicide comment on NFL Fox Sunday. Oh, no. I, I got the clip. Was yeah. it something stupid? Here we, go, here we go. Let's find out. Okay. I want to see Connor not, get involved. I want to see. Well, I'd like they're to not see gonna that. Do it. They just can't do well, it. Yeah. The, their mentality is... Throw, 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 throw. I think if this kid ran five or six runs in a row, I think he'd commit suicide or something. They whoa, have to throw. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a little dark for this audience. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a little dark, dark for all of us. They just, uh, I mean, I mean that yeah. wasn't malicious. No, I mean, you know, about he's just, the running game. you know, just, like, you can't say it, but like, it's also, he didn't mean anything. Right. He, he wasn't saying anybody out there, if you're feeling dark, right. do, do it. Right. You know, no, that, I mean, that wasn't malicious at all, but, but like, you know, it's going to blow you up. Can't, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's awkward for those other like guys. That. He, so he's like talking, he's talking to Strahan and, uh, and, uh, Peyton. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Howie. Yeah. Howie. And, uh, wait, who's the old coach of the saints? Um. Oh, Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton. Yeah, yep. like he's standing right next to him. They all just freeze, and You're it's like, quiet, uh... and it's awkward. But yeah, Terry Bradshaw. So, and it has nothing to do with this comment at all. Like growing up, my dad like despised him. He thought he was like the biggest idiot in the world. And but I don't know. He's been around so long. He's just kind of one of the old guys. Like he's been on TV forever. I'm not gonna dog this guy. He's a he loves football. He loves what he does. I'm gonna say underrated Terry Bradshaw. I like it. That was a long one. Smart. All right, number five, and this is you. Okay. All right, I'm absolutely rattled when it comes to number five on these lists. I can't think of a good one, and I know we've done this one before. Malls. Malls? Malls. Oh, no. Overrated. <laughs> I fucking hate malls. I don't even like going to stores really anymore, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, if I can shop from my house, then I will. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, I'll get out there and, and do a little shopping in person. Malls, though, are just too too much for me. I'm not like a walk around look around and shop. It's like, if I'm going to the store, I know what I'm buying. Like 90% of the time I'm going in there, getting it and getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. Ab- so absolutely. overrated. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you 110%. I think I like the ideas, the idea of like what a mall used to be. Yeah. Like it used in, to be in, like a hangout. Yes. And you go there and you like hit the food court and there'd be like rides and shit. And it's like, even watching like stranger things, like yeah. when they open in the eighties, it's like, that looked like the coolest thing it, in the world. Yes, exactly. It was like an event. Yes. And you run into people and all that, but now it's literally a living, breathing nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's from the ride there to getting out to the parking lot. To I don't care people. if you're going to Somerset, you're going to Partridge, you're going to the outdoor mall in Rochester. You're going to fucking Lakeside. No, no. They're, they're renovating Lakeside. I saw, yeah, they're doing like, uh, they're making it like a little town, basically. Yeah. They're doing like shops, food. But did you see who said we ain't fucking leaving? Who? I think Macy's and JC Penny both were like, we're not packing it in, buddy. Oh, really? <laughs> I was really hoping it was just like Hot Sam's, yeah. like something like that, or no, like it's, Champs. <laughs> no, it's the uh, Flaming Wonk guy. Yeah. <laughs> little Hot Topic. That's it, boy. Yeah, they're overrated. 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 All right. Well, that's that's the uh, that's the five. I'm pretty sure we've done malls before. I think. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, we'll have to check the tape, which we won't. Ocho Cinco, yeah. sir. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Ocho Cinco, eighty-five. 
uh, getting up there, Channy. Uh, hopefully you catch the storm, chase it down there, keep it safe. Anybody listening out there, if you are listening uh, on Spotify, please give it five stars if you think the show deserves it. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please write a review and rate it as well. And don't forget to tell one friend this week. You tell one friend this week, um, and then they tell a friend, and next thing you know, we got a million listeners. And we'll love you forever. Yes, we will. We absolutely will. So if you could just tell a friend about us, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to episode 85 of The Fizz. Good luck on all the bets this weekend, and we will see you next week. Good luck out there, boys and girls. Have a good week. See ya. Peace. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two hand touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my waffle house. Hash browns coming quicker than FedEx. Never reaching apex. Just like Google Coles. Let's do it like they do on the Discovery.